2: The Around the NFL podcast has plenty of cap room to work with. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined by a room filled with heroes, Mark Zessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, boys?
3: Hey, Dan. That's that's probably true. They're not spending right. a lot of cap room on the four of
2: us, that's for sure. We were just discussing our myriad Financial issues, uh, individual—it's the one thing we all have in common. Uh, you know, it bonds it. us, yes. Except for me. Oh yeah, are you a millionaire, Lindsay?
1: Close.
4: So you actually have the money? It's like in oh, your it's account. Mine. It's in your account because I've heard, I've heard some um, stories now. Sometimes you can know that the the cryptocurrency is there. But if it's this old thing, like it's tough to sometimes actually get it into your account if it's old school. But well, if you as soon dishes. as I
1: found out that I had it, I took it and transferred it.
4: And you got it. It's yes. all good. If you're new, wow. it's, a, it's Lindsay, our producer. It's a Bitcoin largesse that she stumbled she upon. She somehow found a, some Bitcoin yeah. just hanging around in, in the got corner right. of her room. Is it north of five figures? Yes. I thought you already said it. Who? On the podcast. We went over. We went like did over under. Maybe you weren't here. I don't recall so, that either.
1: Really? It's when we were at the at the combine. Oh, right? okay.
2: Oh, I thought was, I didn't know that we, was we had clear uh, clarity at that point. All right, congratulations, bully to you, <laughs> Lindsay. Uh, the rest of it. <laughs> we don't. We don't. By
3: scared. the way, when we find out that people around us become wealthy, we don't feel good for you at all. We're just jealous and probably or filled with rage. More
2: yeah. rage. You, you okay. barely have to work the rest of your
4: life. Exactly.
2: Uh, yes, this is the Friday edition of the Around the NFL podcast. Uh, we are just days away now, from the start of free agency. And you know, if you are a longtime listener to the show, you know that that's when we put on our thinking caps and we break out another edition of Go Get My Lunch, Ya Human Zero, where we predict, we predict various free agency happenings uh, against one another, putting sandwiches on the line, high-octane oct- high sandwiches, and uh, we'll do that on today's show, each of us coming up with uh, a set of predictions, and it will be a lot of fun. Also, plenty to talk about in the news as teams continue to maneuver ahead of the start of free agency. The legal tampering window, stupidest phrase in professional sports, begins on Monday, and free agency opens on Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, and true to Greg Rosenthal's promise to society, we have an ongoing trade tsunami
4: sweeping across the nation. The tsunami is washing the shore in Los Angeles especially.
2: Give us that terrible gonna, tsunami drop we're gonna, already, we're Lindsay. We're going
4: to drown in it.
2: Greg finally cooks up a drop. You got to hit us with it, Lindsay.
4: <laughs> Wait, was that just Lindsay's voice? Nope. That was good. There, it is. there it is. I like th- – is there a car in there in the tsunami?
2: <laughs> I guess it's getting – it's okay. It's an okay. It's it's a good start, Greg.
4: <laughs> what I, is that? I, I, I'm not. What are he, you talking about? I feel Greg is dead. Are
3: you wrong? Know, you're saying with the drop. I yeah. mean, his prediction. The is, prediction is uh, dead uh, on. Home run. I, to the point where the start of free agency cannot be any hazier than it than at any <laughs> other time. It's all started already.
2: Uh, all right. So yeah, let's get into all that news. And yeah, let's start. Let's start with some trade talk. Let's do some news. Let's go. The trade tsunami begins with a trade that went down on Friday. Oh, my goodness. Jarvis Landry, who signed a franchise uh, tender with the Miami Miami Dolphins, has been sent to Mark Sessler's Cleveland Browns. They're trading two draft picks, uh, according to Adam Schefter, who originally reported it. Rap sheet came on later and uh, also reported that Landry is going to the Browns, we don't know at the time of this taping uh, what picks are going to uh, Miami in the deal, but the Dolphins clear some cap space, much needed. The Browns, Mark Sessler, have a ton of cap space, and they're going to sign Landry to a big deal, it sounds like as well. We'll start with you on this one, Mark. Do you like the trade for your Brownies? I mean, it d- didn't blow me away
3: because Jarvis Landry's not someone on my radar that that I fantasized about the team necessarily grabbing. But the thing is, They need players on offense with a history of production. He gives you that. They have too many draft picks. You can't bring all these rookies into the team year after year. Depending on what sort of deal this long-term deal is and, and whether or not he fits into a very young locker room, those would be my questions. But Cleveland had to go get some veteran players to go along with all that. This is really such a young, raw roster. And I've heard behind the scenes that they, the roster and the way that the locker room is made up is is there's a lot of attitude issues on this team. So Jarvis Landry is an interesting person to bring into that mix. But if you want to lure a free, free agent quarterback in and make things easier for a rookie quarterback,
2: Landry helps. Landry has 400 catches in his first four seasons. Uh, he is a guy that uh, has the ability to be a game changer with his talent, but he also, Wes, as you've said uh, many times on this show, does a lot of his damage near the line of scrimmage. So maybe not a game breaker talent. And I, I would, I would add that, Um, I would have I'd be concerned if I was a team go a a premium player going to the Browns. I'd almost want to go to the Browns once I know for sure that they've figured their stuff out and they're going in the right direction. I feel like Landry is potentially in a dangerous spot here, but he's going to get paid a lot of money so you can't feel too bad for him.
5: I wouldn't want to pay someone with that niche skill set slot receiver skill set that much money in a vacuum. But a very bad organization found a good player to take its money. And growing up in the 90s with the Bengals, I know how hard that is. Teams usually use that organization to get paid by someone else, not to get paid by that organization. The Browns had some of the most unreliable receivers in the league, which is a poor recipe for the number one overall pick in the draft or number four overall pick if it's a quarterback coming in. You don't want a rookie coming in with unreliable pass catchers. So I think just...
4: Having a rock-solid guy like that who moves the chains is, is a good fit for the clean. And you paid a premium, but that's why you built up all this, a little bit of the premium, not just the, the cap space, which you have to spend on someone. And Ian Rappaport does say that the contract is coming. We know that Landry was asking for... I think around $15-plus plus million a year from the Dolphins. We'll see what it comes to. I don't really buy that slot receivers aren't worth it. To me, that doesn't make sense, especially after watching Julian Edelman, for instance. Well, they the don't
5: last. draw double teams. That's I, one of the reasons why they're not.
4: But a, a, I think he's a guy who can make bigger plays than he has. He's not a vertical receiver, but he's, he has such great quickness. He's known for his competitiveness, his fire, his heart. So I know he's had a couple issues where he's maybe rubbed some people the long, wrong way, but I think he's not a guy that anyone questions his work ethic or how much he wants to win. And you're paying a premium because you're not just paying the salary, you're paying a pick. I would guess it would be one of those second-round picks. We'll find out. But I love this move for the Browns because they need players, and and he's a player, and he's going to be there for a
3: while. I almost feel like the Dolphins are lucky this happened because it seemed like they could have there in another scenario. They would have been sitting on this deal for
2: the entire season. All right, so the Browns at another uh, playmaker with the quarterback on the way. Get excited, Mark Sessler. We'll see. Let's uh ah! more trade tsunami. L.A. Rams. I love this. I, I feel like Les Snead is really feeling himself right now. He's confident. He saw a team. What did they go, 12-4 and four last year? 11-5. and 11-5. and five. Uh, Had a home playoff game. Didn't work out for them. But instead of saying, ooh, I like this team. R- rest on your laurels. No. He's polishing this gem now. And he's making moves. Marcus Peters was acquired a couple weeks ago, and now they have another top-flight cornerback in the building. The Rams and Broncos finalized the deal that will send cornerback Akib Tlaib to Los Angeles Los Angeles, in exchange for a fifth-round pick. Ooh, that's a nice deal uh, for Les. Uh, that, this, according to James Palmer and Rap Sheet, uh, the move uh, comes just hours after report reported a standoff in trade talks involving Tlaib and a reunion with the Patriots. Uh, uh, Chris Wessling, uh, Keeb Tlaib, has maybe a couple of years in the tank still, and a very talented cornerback. Another great move by the Rams, right?
5: Yeah, while the Seahawks are tearing down their historically great secondary, the Rams are building a great secondary to maintain control of the N- the NFC West, which if there's a change in the guard, it certainly seems like less Les, Les Sneed is not resting on his laurels here. Hmm. It, to me it speaks a lot to the
3: power of having a Wade Phillips in your building that that is has sort of a tractor beam on players wanting to go play and especially cornerbacks be maximized in his system and it's you know the Rams are losing some guys too Tremaine Johnson's out the door but they are they're not, they're not losing ground when you can, when you make moves like this
4: no and the reason he wanted to go i would assume to Los Angeles over New England is that they're paying him $11 million. And that's, what's different about trading in the NFL. Now I find it fascinating that after all these moves, they have, they still have about $40 million in cap room. So I don't think they're done at all. They sent a lot of players out. I don't think they've somehow built themselves into some crazy dream team. It is a great secondary with Peters and Tlaib, and we know Tlaib works with Wade Phillips. But as you mentioned, they're losing Tremaine Johnson. Their other starter, Kayvon Webster, isn't going to be ready for the start of the year. They're losing Nicole Roby Coleman. So they have upgraded their secondary, but they had as many good free agents, I believe, probably more than any team in the NFL and they're now sending Alec Og- Ogletree, who played a lot for them, and Robert Quinn, who played a lot for him. So I don't think they're done yet. They they still have moves to go. They had to be active. It reminds me a little bit of the Eagles last year. Like, they made a lot of moves in the first year, Howie was back, and then they kept going crazy. I think the Rams knew they, they needed even more to really be able to maintain the level they were at. And I mentioned
2: Sam Shields. He also signed with the team on Thursday, and he – uh, as a 2014 Pro Bowl selection. Uh, so you add another uh, name brand to that secondary. Uh, also hasn't M-series played moves. in a while.
3: I I think the Sam Shields kind of got baked into this. Is like Concussion.
4: They, they, I yeah. mean, yeah, you know, I think that it, we'll see what you get from him. I thought it was interesting. Wes, you, you retweeted a couple of people who just the, the impact that Tlaib made in Denver was immense. A couple of their beat writers separately tweeted,
5: how about how high his uh, football IQ is? How well respected he was in the Denver locker room? All of this going counter to his reputation as a guy who got in trouble and is kind of instigator. Um, but but apparently he's been one of the most important players in the last decade for the Denver Broncos. I mean, it, does, it
3: confirms not that we need confirmation that they're clearing room to make a serious run at Kirk Cousins
2: too. Absolutely. Uh, Next up on the trade tsunami, Torrey Smith, wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, it's on the East Coast, too. Oh, man, it's hitting us from all directions.
3: Just throwing this out there, tsunamis cause waves of death and fatalities and destruction. Mm -hmm. I like our lighter approach and, you know, to to, to point light and make fun of something that uh, (laughs) wipes out large amounts of humans. Well, trade
4: tsunamis are are just fun, though. They're just fun. They're not going to. Yeah, no they're one, different. Tsunami. I mean, no, you're no talking one's, about the I feel like phenomenon.
5: I heard like a car like no smashing into
4: someone's. Oh, that guy's yeah. dead.
5: Yeah. Okay. Quarterbacks throw bombs. Well, fair point.
2: Torrey Smith is moving on. The Eagles traded uh, the veteran wide receiver to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for cornerback Daryl Worley. Oh, this according to Rap Sheet on Friday. This one's also fun. I love these trades. Sometimes it's a little annoying. It's like. Uh, player X gets traded uh, for a third-round pick this year and a 15th-round pick in the, in the next year, and then they're also sending a seventh-round pick and, and, and their cousin's dog. And it's just like, you know, sometimes just give Daddy a one-for-one. One. And that's what we got here, a little Smith for Warley, Good old-fashioned challenge and, trade. And, and I, I'll, uh, I'll tee you up on this one, Mark. The NFL's wave of fever dream trade action rages on a Sessler lead.
3: Well, I mean, I think this is a, a, a no, just like the Rams – who their philosophy Sorry, appears to be trade wheel and deal. Acquire players before you know any sort of window opens. Well, the Eagles are in that same business, and they have been they have been for years. And to get anything for Tory Smith is a bonus because they were simply going to cut him to clear cap space, which they
5: desperately need to do. This one shocked me. Daryl Worley, a young starter, 23 years old, just turned 23. I didn't think the Eagles would get anything. Like Mark said, for Torrey Smith, and then to be able to get this guy, maybe the Eagles turn around and trade Ronald
4: Darby. There's been whispers this week that he's on the market. Wow, really? (laughs) That's wild. Uh, It shows how valuable – fair contracts are, because they signed this deal, Torrey Smith, he had no cap hit to them if they decided to cut him this year, and that's what they were going to do, but because they signed him to a pretty good contract, then they get the benefit of getting something for him. I think Worley lost some of his playing time at the end of the year, Uh, the Panthers coaching staff clearly uh, kind of lost lo- their love with for him, but he was a pretty high pick. Has played quite a bit, and it's a curious move by Carolina. Like I, Ron Rivera said that he wanted a veteran receiver in a young group, but now he's their highest paid receiver. He hasn't really produced the last couple years. If it's, I'm a Panthers fan, I'm a little underwhelmed.
5: It's like uh, trying to um, have lightning strike a third time since they already got Ted Ginn to do it twice. Right, a, a fast guy with right. shaky hands. That seems like. Torrey Smith's playing the Tech tech General now.
2: Our buddy Matt Harmon wrote a good piece on potential Allen Robinson landing spots, and he had the Panthers on that list. It feels like they need somebody else uh, to step in there and and be a real option for Cam to fully potentially regain that MVP form. Hey, Howie Roseman, by the way? Yeah. Since he uh, returned from his banishment to the uh, grounds of Mount Airy Lodge in the Poconos... Since he came home, they let him home and got Chip out the door. Fifteen trades now.
5: Wow. How about that? Don't underestimate Joe Douglas, who works in that front office, former Ravens. I uh, have underestimated (laughs) Joe Douglas will have his own GM job next year at this time. Roseman
3: feeling himself at the Combine, by the way. I think in years past, when he was sort of newer... Doesn't he, he deserve to? No, he does. We get a little sweaty during his, his pressers, and like you know, it's the Philly the Philly beat reporters all grilling him. And the Eagles weren't doing so hot back then. He just rolled into the combine this time. Dress so, business. I, say whatever I want to say. I, I mean, I
4: a, and he should. He right. he has made it in a way very few people in NFL history have because. The NFL is so conservative. It's always about football guys. Even scouts like a Joe Douglas type come up a traditional way, and they played football and all this. And you got old Howie Roseman, you know, looking like a you know a financial analyst down at Wall Street, and he's wiping these the floor with these teams. <laughs> I love it. He's like a teenage girl from a
5: '90s movie. Take off the glasses, you know. <laughs> no longer a nerd. Everybody wants him
4: now. Can't hardly wait. That's what you're going with.
5: Yeah. Uh, Where's, who's no, who's Frank uh, Jr.
2: in this scenario? It's it's more. Accurate to she's all that. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. that's what
4: I meant. I haven't He's actually Rachel seen, e. Cook. I haven't seen these movies. He's but, Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah.
2: He's coming down the stairs in the red dress, and Sixpence None the Richer is playing.
5: Sixpence None the Kiss Richer. Kiss me
4: upon a bearded barley. Swing, swing.
5: Greg has that one.
4: A depressing <laughs> era in film. No yeah, time. pour one out for Freddie Prince Jr. He's not dead. No, but. His, yeah, his career. His
5: career has been gone for a lot of. Oh, Freddie's A lot fine. of voiceover work he's for him. Freddie he was a in a baseball money. movie with Jessica Biel.
2: He was in a baseball movie with Jessica Biel, Greg. He also, he's <laughs> so married. Cape, the Cape Codley. Cape Codley. I've, yeah. I've been to the Cape Codley. Summer Godley. Catch, of course. He's also um, uh, happily married to Sarah Michelle Galar.
4: He is? Buffy the Vampire Slayer fame. How yes. about
5: that? I didn't know that. Pronunciation. Happened. Freddie's fine.
2: Lay off Freddie, All right.
4: <laughs> that the Freddie Prince jr portion of the podcast was sponsored by the d v d summer catch <laughs> it's It's available for four ninety nine everywhere
5: no, you're not getting four ninety nine moving on, it's
2: officially over for Richard Sherman and the Seattle Seahawks. the all pro cornerback has been released by the team this coming after we learned that Sherman had been sending texts to teammates saying goodbye. There was, I guess, an attempt uh, potentially by Seattle to make a trade, but they weren't able to. Mike Garfolo made a good point uh, yesterday on NFL network. They were shopping Sherman last year and they were hoping to get a first round pick and they couldn't even get a, a third round pick offer for Sherman. So, Obviously, coming off a torn Achilles and a year older, the trade market was going to be shriveled up even more. And a big price tag. too. And a big, big price tag. So the decision was made, let's just part ways. So Richard Sherman enters uh, the top 101. NFL.com, obviously, your free agency list scientist. Where did he come down? Weighing in
3: at 166 <laughs> pounds, he hails from Martha's Vineyard. He is NFL Network's Greg Rosenthal.
4: Don't hail from Martha's Vineyard, another lie that Dan's been propagating. Uh, And what, you put 30 pounds on me. Lie. I kind of wish, I I don't know if I wish I was 166. That would be trouble. 166? I think that would be bad on my body frame. That would be a lot. You're, You're far less than 166? I'm like 135.
2: Anyway, yeah, yeah. where's Richard Sherman
5: in the top I mean, one? That's a big difference. That's fine. That's fine. That's big difference. Where is he?
4: Yeah. He's disrespected is where he is. Ooh. Ooh, a little scientist class here? Wow, it's almost like you're setting this up for uh, conflict. <laughs> I don't know. I'm learning this in real time. Yeah, why do you right.
5: have the drop of Greg weighing in? That was that was a <laughs> – Me play. and Lindsey had just a – uh, Just own it.
4: Just, just own it. No, really. Lindsey and I what, had a – Wes it. was very upset. We had a big disagreement. <laughs> would be the word. We had a big disagreement on where he should rank in when the ranking. When did this happen? I don't
1: I know, I know why, why – this-
4: I, I wasn't really involved too much. I just kind of texted in where, where I thought he should be. We disagreed on a ton of players throughout um, this process, and it wasn't a big deal. We just averaged it, too. But this one particularly galled you, Wes. So I, I you have the floor.
5: Well, I mean, on one hand, none of this matters. Like it's, It doesn't matter where we rank Richard Sherman on this list. On the other hand, I was just kind of like, what, what's the logic behind ranking him low? A guy who's never been anything but a success... And we've already decided that most of these guys from, I don't know, five on down aren't even that good of players, so why not rank a good player high? Wait. What was the, the difference
3: between
4: you two? I, right? I, had I like, would have put him ahead of Sheldon Richardson, which you, would have put him fourth. Yeah, you, okay. you had him as the top cornerback available. I had him around 40. I would rather have like a guy like Maurice Claiborne, for instance, for him, a young guy who's healthy. I think the history of— Maurice Claiborne. Uh, Morris Flaiborne, rather. Sorry. How is he any healthier or younger than Richard Sherman? He's a few years younger. He's coming off a good season. A guy coming off a torn Achilles to me at 30 years old, maybe not his best year, not a dominant player. I remember when everybody said the same thing about Cameron Wake at age 35 last year coming off an Achilles. How about Brent Grimes?
5: Brent Grimes, Michael Crabby, Kyle Slugs. The... Technology for Achilles reached a turnaround about a decade ago where it used to be a death sentence.
4: Now it's a totally different procedure that they give people, and people bounce back all the time They They do. He was at a level where I don't think he was outplaying Brent Grimes or, or necessarily the guys around that level. And he also got a second surgery. He's also not going to be ready till July and August. And I don't think this is like a, a crazy hot take because I think that if you look at the deals that he's going to get in free agency, he's not going to get a great deal. He was hoping to get a pretty, you know, significant pay cut even from the, the Seahawks. I think he's going to settle for like a one-year, five or six million dollar contract. These guys that are younger and they're healthier, they're going to get the big money because that's what the NFL values. The only thing I would say is that when I look at Richard Sherman, because a lot of times we want, we want to try to predict
3: the downfall of a player or, or the, 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 you know, their athletic ability receding before it happens, not after when everyone can see it, but he is one guy... I would not doubt. I would not openly doubt. I feel like he is going that's, to have another season or two. To too. I liked your landing spots, too. I couldn't agree more with who you put at the top, the Niners. Those
5: well, guys. yeah, he's a West Coast guy.
4: He just seems to me more than most players a and West that, Coast guy. And that could be a way to get paid because the 49ers are paying big money. It only takes one team. He he landed at 18, which was close to halfway between like the two of us. And that seems fine. We disagreed on a, on a lot of players but Sherman is a guy I I don't want him sign, I don't want to sign him to this contract. I think the Seahawks being so wary of keeping him anymore to me is concerning. He All
3: made right. one quote, he made one point that he said he absolutely must go to a team with a great quarterback that he's not going to just go somewhere for money. He's smart. He's yeah.
4: smart and he
2: is a tremendous competitor. I'm with uh, Mark and I'm with Wes on this one. I think he's a guy that I would not doubt and I would not be surprised if he's having a Pro Bowl season next year somewhere and he's letting people know about it, namely John Schneider. That would be fun. Maybe
4: maybe I'm a little antsy. When we make mistakes on on this list, if you go back through them, it's almost always just overrating guys at the back end of their career with a big name. I think it, I being think- a top 40 free agent isn't terrible. To me, you're like looking at guys that are starting in the NFL. I just don't know if he's going to be a difference-making starter when he's not even going to be on the field till August. I think something. you'll find that our mistakes are all over the map. That's true. Uh, all
2: right. So, <laughs> where you come down on this, Greg? You may end up right, but in terms of the uh, court of public opinion in this room, you're gonna, you took an L there.
4: <laughs> however, the NFL, the NFL teams will agree with me. However, it doesn't matter. Really that That's not what, that what matters. The is the play on the field. Yes. But
5: what I'm Wes hasn't to,
4: been this uh, disagreeable good luck, good luck about it. a
5: ranking Greg's since
4: upset. Uh, a- Adrian
3: Peterson. I don't think anyone's doubting right. that he's not going to get a monster contract, but that he's going to prove people wrong. That's where right. I come from.
2: I'm will still backing p- Adrian Peterson. Will you let me pivot into a compliment of that? <laughs> <Greg?
4: laughs> I don't like no, you're upset.
2: You're upset against, uh, with West now. Uh, was, <laughs> I'm not uh, upset that's with West at all. Wes,
4: I'm trying you to just, build the bridge. to throw a
2: Peterson dagger. He was upset. Let's just move on because you deserve Mondo credit, Greg. For breaking some news on the inside of oh, the yes. beat. Thank
3: you very much. Here with NFL.com's Greg Rosenthal. NFL.com. NFL.com. The NFL.com.
1: The NFL.com's Greg.
0: Rosenthal.
3: Not not just this show. But this entire program has become an ego finessing for Greg. Endless I sound I drops any about Greg. Greg breaking all his news. Greg coming up with sound drops to celebrate Greg's off-season theories. It is an endless wave of Greg appreciation, as it should Let's be. Let's get it back to
5: Dan appreciation. Let's get- <laughs> Where it should be. Let's
2: pivot off that. Tyron Matthew, known as the Honey Badger, spoke with NFL media's Greg Rosenthal, nice little Way to dodge the dot-com network issue <laughs> that surrounds Greg's career. Um, and in that... Co- what are you looking at my papers? that <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> talking. I said oh,
4: it. You said it. Oh, I was like, is that in print somewhere? Greg is slowly, <laughs> slowly sneaking his you know, head over Dan I want to know who wrote it. But I was like, I didn't write that.
2: Uh, anyway, uh, Honey Badger confirmed to Greg in the NFL Network Green Room that the Cardinals... Uh, approached him formally about taking a pay cut. Rap sheet then added off Greg's conversation slash report that it is a big pay cut that they want Mm. uh, Honey Badger to take. And it's the way it sounded to me, the way he was talking. He was, I mean, it's a tough time for Honey Badger. Not my favorite part of um, NFL coverage this time of year. The guy goes to the car wash at NFL Network today. (laughs) And all right, Greg had the interview. Nice job. Now he goes on. Damashek's podcast, and he's getting questions, and then he has to go on Total Access, and and Lindsey Rhodes is hitting him up with questions about his future. It sounds like the guy is his pride's been hurt a little bit here, and I don't think he'd be amenable to a a big pay cut. So I I think he might end up on this top one hundred one list too,
4: and high up. I think he will. He he said, you know, there's different types of restructures. You know, you could move money around, but what I'm not too comfortable is what he said with, you know, taking money out of my pocket. And that sounded to me, and with the ends report that it was significant, I think it was probably around $5 million a year, that he maybe no longer fits. It's a totally different system, exactly what they do. And, I, you know, I said that. I said, this is kind of a tough day for you to be going on, because Thursday was the first day he had heard from the Cardinals. He said the first time he really thought he might be cut was when he heard Steve kime Talk at the NFL Scouting Combine this, j- just a week ago. This is Greg making news at the combine again.
5: <laughs> this is like Steve Smith all over again. Greg getting people cut. <laughs> it's not like I'm. Give me a break.
4: It's your move. You're going to use it. He he uh, he agreed though. I I made the the suggestion that in the end you might get more money getting cut than you were gonna get with the Cardinals anyway.
2: Stinky Davis, you're you're facilitating <laughs> his exit from Arizona I was where he's trying beloved.
4: To, he was very relaxed. I, I think it's answers. I said it was well, isn't this a tough day and he was like, nah, I'm cool. I'm relaxed about and it. And I believe him. He and, is cool and he was it. very relaxed and very just down to talk. But his, he said, well, that's what my agent thinks, too. His agent is Tom Condon, who is maybe the most powerful agent in the business. And his agent thinks he can get more money than he would have gotten from Arizona. So it might not be the worst thing in the world. He sounded pretty conflicted. He'd love to stay there. But he might have like the Giants, for instance, has his old defensive coordinator. They could use him. Why not? All right, so there you go. We'll see how that all goes. Let's move on. DeMarco
2: Murray and the Titans, it's over. Uh, The Titans uh, will release the veteran running back. Uh, This comes after a year in which um, it became clear that Murray maybe wasn't moving the way he used to, and Derrick Henry is ready to be the lead back in Tennessee West. Do you think that Murray will have much of a market uh, um, effective immediately?
5: No, there's only a handful of veteran running backs getting paid more than $5 million right now. I just don't think NFL teams pay running backs anymore, especially 30-year-old running backs. Uh, Murray's tape, when people are going to look at it, it, is not going to be good. If they go look at 2016, fine. But for a 30-year-old running back, you're going to look at the most recent season, and they're going to find him not making anyone miss in the hole because he was battling hamstring issues all year long. And the knee injury in the playoffs meant – Derek Henry got the playing time, which sealed his fate, because Henry went for 190 against the Chiefs. They only have David Fluellen and Kalfani Muhammad behind Derek Henry. You
3: love Fluellen; he's long like been been a big. but uh, they're going they to need. They Are they going to draft someone? I think. What about too? your boy uh, Daniel Cobb? Is that his name? David Cobb. David Cobb. I wouldn't. I wouldn't classify him as my boy, but um, I'm not. I don't even I'm not even sure where he is right now.
2: A I'll, I'll training camp darling that. of Mark Sessler in the Tennessee backfield about two summers ago, was it? Uh, it's a different. It's actually someone different. I will.
3: I'll re- report back on that. It was not him.
2: <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, the Bengals declined to pick up the option on Adam Jones, who's been in the league forever. Uh, I don't know if it closes the door on his career in Cincinnati. We'll see. Uh, but they declined to pick up the option.
4: Then this. <laughs> the, it's this new nice thing that. Teams are putting out decline to pick up option when it's they released him. I mean, he had a contract and they're releasing him. Right. I don't know why. It's just a thing that I've. It's been on my radar the last couple weeks. Why are teams doing that? It's just like it sounds. It's confusing to me. It's a jargon switch. Uh, A little saucy
2: ongoing buzz. This is based reports that are percolating in the NFL. So we'll throw them out real quick here. The Miami Dolphins to cut and Sue? This is the latest report now from uh, ESPN's Diana Marie Rossini, uh, who says the Dolphins are, quote, discussing releasing Sue, the defensive tackle who signed for all the money in the world about two, was it three uh, springs ago uh, with the Dolphins, uh, but now Miami is facing some major cap issues, and I believe Sue has a cap number of 26 million this year, which he is does. essentially unheard of. He's still the highest paid defensive player in the league. He has been since the day he signed that contract. Uh, and this comes this report. The Miami Herald has been on the, beating this drum for uh, several weeks now. Sue gone, Mmm, saucy.
3: I mean, what happened to the Lions once they got rid of Nadal and Sue? I mean, I don't. I just think, and, and you know, Greg, you tweeted this that. You go out and you get Robert Quinn, and then, what, a week later, you don't
4: have Ndamukong suit, It's your defense going backwards, not forwards. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, why are you adding mid-level, mediocre maybe players and getting rid of a a very good player? This
5: is my favorite cycle of the NFL season. It's the time of the year when the Dolphins cut their previous mistakes (laughs) to make room for their new mistakes. (laughs) By the way,
3: saw Diana Marie Rossini at our uh, Super Bowl hotel. Nice and woman? Leave in, well, no, I have terrible Not eyesight. Not a nice woman. Uh, no, I don't know. No interaction. Oh. I have terrible eyesight, but I thought from across the way that she was someone else that we work with, so I was like, how you doing? Good to see you. And then like she was leaving to get a cab and <laughs> she
4: walked by me like, who is this guy who just <laughs> spoke to me? And I thought that was. I, I sat next to her at one of those uh, Eagles games, I believe. Very very nice. Little Rasini action on the uh, podcast today.
2: In other saucy ongoing buzz, Drew Brees is still not under contract. Maybe it's a little surprising that they didn't get a deal done before free agency opens, or they haven't yet, with it right uh, around the corner now. A report had emerged on Thursday night that Brees wouldn't be able to uh, take part in the legal tampering period, which would obviously not be cool that turned out not to be true both the nfl and the nflpa uh told pro football talk which is a upstart football website a very active blog that breeze through his agent can negotiate can negotiate with other teams when the window opens on monday Ooh, is drew breeze gonna get a little frisky next week west rolls his eyes i
5: i I, I motion for a new role on this podcast no more Drew Brees talking until Greg is willing to go out on a limb and say that he signs with a different no team way. than
4: the Saints. I would never say.
5: Well, then it's not even news. I, I, just <laughs> it's the same conversation we've had multiple times.
4: Well, but now we're here three days apart, Yikes. three days before free agency, and we're seeing it. The agent and the team are starting to battle through what the have media. We seen? We're getting the NFLPA involved. People are leaking different things. Tensions are rising, and I do think. And then he signs with the Saints. I do think he might end up talking to other teams. Yeah, talking. You know, I get invited down to the
2: lab, and it's like, oh, I got invited down here so Mommy and Daddy can fight all the time in front of me. Don't like it.
5: I, I don't blame you. And you know what else I don't like? Who's the Mommy? Greg treats <laughs> Greg treats Drew Brees, Drew Brees news like Total Access does with Le'Veon Bell or Des Bryant. It's I just got to be in
4: the news. The 135-pound male is probably the Mommy in this equation. He's the most important player in franchise history, and they're uh, figuring it out. I'll, I'll go so with that. So who's I'll he going to sign with? Weskin Cook, though. Oh, I guess that. Now I'm really getting That was, Craig. I you terrible. stepped into terrible. it right there. I, I just, Let's just was, move on.
2: And other things I don't like, uh, the NFL sc- scouting combine. You know what? Come back to us, teams. Come okay. back to us, 32 NFL teams. Every year, and it's become a part. It's become a combine trope. It's like, what's the craziest question that you've been asked, and which team asked it? And then the the prospect's are like, oh, they asked me if I would, you know, kill a dog or a cat if I had to. And it's like, everybody's
4: like, ah, ha, ha, laugh, put it into your little blog. and It's better than the, the cliched question at the Combine about the devaluation of running backs. I'll take this line of question yeah. more. Uh, well, Come back to us, Combine reporters. Former LSU running
2: back Darius Geis said he was at – am I pronouncing that correctly? Wes? That's correct. Thanks. Said he was asked questions about his sexuality – and whether his mother was a prostitute we're still asking if moms are hooking i mean what where are we society what kind of question is that to ask during interviews at the combine last week and um, i know, and then the explanation from the teams here is well the reason you ask those you want to get under their skin a little bit and see how they react it's like well whatever you're asking a 20 year old boy if his mom is a hooker, that's not cool. You're asking a guy if he's gay, which is none of your business, and, it, and, and it's it's completely backwards. So and that,
4: it's arguably illegal. Arguably illegal. Right. Maybe <clears throat> it, not even arguably. It it's against is. the
2: NFL bylines that we we sign the contract every year, and uh, it did. And then I read Bobby Klemko um, uh, wrote a, a piece uh, for essay.com about Baker Mayfield, and uh, your boy's the Browns mark. Not to that level, but as soon as he walks in the room, John Dorsey, who's talking about guys that are full of themselves, says, wow, so you like food trucks? And then according, according to Bobby Klemko, with Dorsey's jab, everyone had a nice laugh at Mayfield's expense. Mayfield included. Mayfield got into a scuffle outside a food truck in, when he was in college. Eh. Everybody stop giving, you know, coming after these well, players so and it trying tells to you, get them mad. And it's just like silly to me. But you know I don't what, like though? It.
3: I, it tells me because it's, it's sort of the same stuff you heard going way back that there's still a lot of age old old boys network lugheads running some of these meetings.
2: Well, between and, the, and D- I'm not saying that's Dorsey, but Dorsey's an old school duel. I'm just not the Browns, and I know the leadership has changed, but the Browns of all teams are getting cute asking that question. You're the guy who took, you're the team that took Manziel, and now you're trying to figure out is he the next Manziel? So you're giving this guy crap. We're Play still, old, low, Cleveland.
5: We're still dragging a lot of these uh, old school, long time, career NFL guys into the 21st century. Right, right.
4: 18 years later. Right. I think it's probably pretty typical of. American and maybe worldwide, but I can only speak to American business at large. I mean, there's a lot of ingrained people that are in positions of power that haven't really caught up to what the social world is right now, and but they're it's go, so they're going to get washed out. It's it's their responsibility. Well, they're getting to. washed out, and they're going to continue to right. Get washed but there's out. a lot of them are still in power and have. And
5: there are more in the NFL than there are in other sports. That's the thing because yep, you can true. fail in
3: the NFL in the front office or at the coaching level and keep getting rehired. Over and over and over. <laughs> that's Evan
2: Silva's uh, cocoon theory. Love that. There is this idea. It's almost like it's become these questions that these guys. It's become like performative, because these teams know that then it will get reported, and then the teams will look interesting or funny or different. It's just like enough. Well,
3: we'll not in this ca- not in this case here. You though. should call they, them I, out. That's, that's a PR trouble. disaster for get whoever it. gets whoever they find out. You should call them questions. out. You yeah. should just be, be like
2: change, move, evolve. That's what's happening. In the news. A quick listener's note. We recorded this segment before Jarvis Landry was traded to the Browns. Enjoy. Okay, here we go. Go get my lunch. You piece of garbage. All right, gogetmylunch.org is where you could see the updated standings and all the history of this great game where each of us make predictions about various league 10 poll events this time free eight a- well, yeah, 10 poll events, kind of who cares? Uh, free agency in this case, uh, we will go through it around the room three times uh, with predictions, and then we all will get an opportunity to either agree with that prediction or say. No, 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 no! You go get my lunch, monster. Uh, you're wrong. I'm going against you on it. And a, a little check of the all-time standings. Um, Maybe we don't do that, Greg. You and
4: I are in a great all-time war. Um, all-time. I mean, I haven't seen any sandwiches since our Super Bowl sandwich prop. So I am. I will continue uh, with this process under protest. But uh, it's, I'm, I'm it's a, in a similar concerning. place it's A little concerned. Um, I am at
2: first at 54. Although I don't think I even did well in the Super Bowl. I am in first place at 54.1%. Greg, you are right behind at 53.9% all oh, time. Yeah, you guys are so far ahead of me. <laughs> Wes at fifty point seven percent. How
4: can I make up that distance? Well, it's funny when, when we've ah. actually had two hundred games. Yeah, quote unquote, it's, it actually, it's a little harder you're, to get you're, yeah. you're like eight games behind. And Mark, you're at forty
2: four point two. I'm percent all time. And you had asked Mark uh, if I had really struggled last season. No, I did not. In fact, last year was Chris Wessling's Waterloo, a three and nine mark, uh, and zero for four on predictions. So West needs a I big had bounce I have cancer. Back. <laughs> I was <laughs> he had something growing inside him get off his back I, I, I'm recalling
3: one, one fairness, of that though, 10 poll you event didn't know where it, you...
5: it you didn't know it it was fairness. still affecting my body and my mind <laughs> alright well it's fair. Listen, who are we to say by the way
4: Colleen 61.2% Colleen is actually in first place she's 19 and she's 12 not... while we've had 200 and something
2: but... uh, it's like in baseball where you need to appear in like two thirds of
4: your team's yeah games. she's like a September yeah. caller yeah she needs more at bats to qualify for this but she's done very well in limited well you know training. who it should be embarrassed is our is our editor Ali Banpuri a zero point zero percent total nightmare. All right, full blue tar. Amazing,
2: even so, shows up to work. We're going around the room three <laughs> times, but what we always do, we have one universal prop. Are you guys ready for the universal prop? Are you ready? Yes, we're ready. Plug in, Kissing Cousins, because it's about Kirk Cousins. Where does Kirk Cousins land? What team does he sign with? It is the flashpoint. It is the everything revolves around this decision, especially in the quarterback market. Uh, so let's go around the room. Everyone just make their, make their pick. Nick Fortier at gogetmylunch.org will be cataloging Mark Sessler. We are going with Kirk Cousins out of the gate here. I mean, I just set it up. I am
3: going like, to, I'm <laughs> 35 going five seconds
2: straight. I'm going Vikings. Vikings. And do you want to give like a quick reasoning why? Like, I mean, unless sense you've sense? been
3: in a cave for four weeks, you know why. I mean, it's like they're linked together. There's <laughs> right. a lot of cash in Minnesota. They're not really super committed to any of their That's own quarterbacks.
4: Both between Mark and Dan here.
3: <laughs> no, I mean, no, not at all. But I think it's, it's, fel- it's self-explanatory if you've been following right. the tea leaves of free agents. But it doesn't mean it's definitely happening. Not at all. But I, to me, it's yes. a, it's my favorite of the group. Wes,
5: that is the smart money. That's the smart pick. Yes, that is the smart money. Um, smart sandwich. I'm going to I'm going to get risky in in this year's edition because I have to make up some ground as Greg pointed risky out. That's a move too. Yeah, I know it's a risky move, but um for me, I'm not going to doubt John Elway, John Elway's ability to get his man once he gets Ooh. him in a room. Ooh. I'm going with the Broncos. I, I realize guess, that's a dark horse pick.
4: Yeah, I feel like we always always get this group one wrong and the dark horses win a lot of the time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean?
2: Um, You it's funny because the Broncos, everyone immediately when this, this started with Cousins said, oh, Denver. It's yeah. Done. Uh, John Elway, he he recruited Peyton Manning. They have a needed quarterback. It all makes sense. Uh, and you got Von Miller like I like Lucky Charms, too. And you have all that stuff. But now it's kind of gone away from Denver. So that's a good one, Wes. That's a nice dark. Order. We'll see. Cause it all makes sense. Still, it's not like
4: it doesn't make sense. There's only four teams that are even in the mix. It seems like, and I, I would put the Broncos maybe as they're they're in there because of Elway. Um,
2: and okay, now oh, I'll go. I will say concerned. yes. I had I tweeted about it. I had a dream. I had a real dream uh, two nights ago. A premonition. <laughs> I saw Kirk Cousins in a hallway, and I had just learned that he had signed with my New York Jets. And I ran to Kirk and I hugged none of this is a joke this is not a bit I hugged Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins and I said congratulations man best of luck to you man and he said thanks a lot and he seemed like a really nice guy Mm. and then I went back and and read about it and watched coverage of it and there were people saying oh bad move by Cousins he should have went to the Vikings win now win now win now but no in this premonition he joins Gang Green,
4: so that is my choice. It's getting some more buzz lately that that, that they could actually do this. Well, we it know makes that, all the I sense. I mean, he the is a great well. guy. Some of his teammates have been throwing some shots lately. He likes my dream, he they came off money. They have
3: money. They have a lot of money.
4: He loves money. Who doesn't love money?
3: I mean, I'd say some people. It might not be the thing that drives them. I'm not sure it drives Kirk Cousins, but we won't know because he's exceedingly rich and has been filthy
2: rich for years. He'll be fine. Nope. All right, Greg, how about nope, you? So so far, this is unprecedented, by the way. Usually, like last year, we had the same question was about Adrian Peterson. Uh, three or four of us said Raiders, I believe. <laughs> um, and he ended up, of course, signing with the Saints to disastrous results. So far in this... All three of us have chosen different landing spots. The only other landing spot is Arizona. So, Greg, are you going to just...
4: No, although I, I have noticed how Rap Sheet keeps banging this He's banging Arizona drum. Yep. drum. But I'm going to go with the safe answer and just go with Minnesota. I mean, I don't know if that's safe or not. I think Denver and Minnesota are the two I can, I can imagine in my mind's eye. But I like that fit with the Vikings.
2: All right, there you go. Now let's start uh, with uh, each of our individual props. Mark, get us going.
3: All right, Demarco Murray. We just talked about him. I say that Demarco Murray will land with a team in the NFC East.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's not going back to Dallas.
3: I think he could potentially Dallas. I could 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 see Dallas.
4: That's the thing. He's definitely not going to Philly. But you're right, the other three teams need running backs kind of like that. I uh, already immediately regret putting DeMarco Murray into our top 101. I think he's like 92, and now I look at it, I'm like, oh, why did we do that? We agreed on that one.
2: You think he will get signed, though? Oh,
3: yeah. I I think he'll
4: get signed.
2: I think it might take some time for the outside.
4: I like this one, Mark. You've got me really on the.
2: I have a general rule. I always take Mark up, so I will take you up on this.
4: Well, because typically they're absurd. (laughs) This one's good, though. This one's good. This feels like you might catch some sandwiches. So he's not going back to Philly. The old sandwich catcher bet. He's not going back to Philly, but Dallas, where's Al Morris? Is he still in
3: the. He's not. Currently, he's a free agent himself, and they don't have a Darren McFadden in the building. Giants right now. certainly could use a Giants, a, a Redskins. Back. Never know,
4: Redskins. I could. They definitely need a running back. Yeah, they, they I'll they take like... you up on this. Uh, just yeah. the odds are. Oh, you got twenty-eight to four. So, right. I'll take you up on it. I, I will take you up as a matter of principle as well. But I, might my comeback. Yeah, I think I think he might be to something. Uh, Wes, you're up. This is uh, especially for Greg. Richard
5: Sherman gets more guaranteed money oh, no. than Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, no. I need to. Uh, you oof. You caught him flat-footed. He well, did no. get a chance to study well, the market. Well, just because I,
4: I needed extra ones, and I have one that's almost too similar. Maybe I'll just throw it out right now, and we'll just have the Richard Sherman. Oh, no. That's, oh, hang that's on. too confusing. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> gets more guaranteed money than Teddy Bridgewater. I think they both could be on one-year deals. Although Sherman probably has a little better chance of maybe getting two. Sherman gets more than Teddy? Mm
5: Mm-hmm.
4: I think Teddy could end up. I'll I'll take you up on it. The the chance, I think, is I don't think it'd be crazy for Sherman to get, like, a a two-year deal. But, yeah, ultimately, I do think Teddy will do better. I'll take you up because I think some team out there is going to
3: view Teddy Bridgewater as a legit, potential starter and he'll sneak past Sherman in the guaranteed money column.
2: I think it's a coin flip with Bridgewater. He could either get a deal that surprises you a little bit or he could get one year three million dollars. Yep. Um I think Sherman's gonna end up getting more. So I will not take you up on it, right? You said Sherman Correct.
5: will. I said Sherman will.
2: Yeah, I will not take you up. I agree with you. I think he will get I think he'll get paid. Even though he is his own agent, which gives me pause. I don't like this. Russell Kuhn got paid. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. And I don't want to – Great example. Yeah, I don't want to speak ill of Sherman's abilities at a bargaining table. He's a very smart guy. He went to Stanford. But he's also a novice in this. We'll
4: see. I won't take (laughs) it. Should I throw out my Richard Sherman one? I'm not going to pivot. Go ahead. Unless I did a Drew Brees, unless I threw that in there. I'm going to go. Richard Sherman will not be among the top five cornerbacks in the market in guaranteed money. All right,
2: who do you got? You got Malcolm Butler. You got...
4: Tremaine Johnson. Who, Malcolm Johnson. Butler, by the way, people are throwing a lot of cold water on his market that he might have to accept like a one-year Yeah, because your team poisoned it. his market. Hope you feel good about that. Thrown a sleeve. I hope he returns to the Patriots. Seems unlikely, God. but you never know.
2: Uh, Malcolm Butler, Tremaine Johnson, what are the other like cornerbacks in the top? Kyle
4: Fuller. Kyle Fuller. He won't be in the top five? Won't even be in the top five. <clears throat> West said he's the number one cornerback in his market.
5: Guaranteed shot, money. Shot but I'm not ranking on what NFL teams are going to no, pay I, I, I I'm ranking that. on how well he's going to play.
2: <clears throat> I think he's going to sign an incentive laden contract with not a
4: lot of uh, guaranteed money. So I will not take you up. Hmm, up. Not even top five. Maybe should have made it longer.
3: Hmm. You're saying not? He will not be top. Won't even be. I will top take five. you up. You would have why to not? Be f- you would have to be sick. The only way I win these things is to continually take
4: everyone up on everything. That's typically the, smart, yes. Yeah, generally the way to go. Dan and I, the best winning percentage, we also have the most games played, which I think because we've, we've taken that approach. Warriors. Warriors. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Jay Gaines? Hmm. Brent Grime? I'd be I'd be relying on someone kind of random, you know, sneaking in. You know what? Well, I'm going well, well, to take, take, take you. I'm going to take you. I'm going to take it. I changed my mind. I'm going to take you up on it.
2: There's just not enough guys there.
3: Uh, you're, you also could be hoping we'll for, like, a, a big-name cut or something to happen. Right. Yeah.
4: That's that's the wild card. Yeah. That, There's a lot of guys. Claiborne. Claiborne. Who knows? I'm or, like, Dominick and Sue moves to
2: cornerback. I'm counting on the market. Just, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's going to finish behind Butler, Johnson, and Fuller, most likely. This
4: is
5: guaranteed money?
2: Guaranteed, yes.
5: Okay. To be clear, yes.
2: But can he make more guaranteed money than Brent Grimes or Rashad Breeland? Yeah, I think he can. So I, I don't
4: think he can it. than Breeland, but that's me. Yeah, okay. I think Breeland's going to make money. Here's mine.
2: Here we go. <clears throat> I've had this theory in, in mind since the day I heard Larry Fitzgerald was coming back to Arizona. I've mentioned it on the podcast. I think uh, he is such a beloved figure in that uh, region, on that team, he's royalty, that they will not hang Larry Fitzgerald out to dry with a rookie quarterback or some bum Uh, And I don't want to say bum, but it won't be a a veteran off the street that doesn't have recent track record of success. I think they're going to give him someone that the fan base can get a little excited about. So I look to the Minnesota Vikings, who have Sam Bradford, who would qualify, who have Case Keenum, who would qualify, and who have Teddy Bridgewater. All three, I think, would qualify. as Something the fans could say, okay.
3: Well, so how are we measuring? How are we measuring?
2: Okay, finish. they could all get behind it. I need to
3: finish All my right, con- prop. continue on. Go. It's l- just let me finish, okay.
2: <laughs> this is uncomfortable. The Arizona Cardinals will sign one of those Vikings quarterbacks that played in 2017.
4: I I cannot take you up on this because unfortunately, and I'm showing Dan the paperwork, that was that was one of Same my props. One. How random is that that the cards would sign a Vikings quarterback?
2: Wow, because they're uh, not going to get Kirk Cousins, I don't think. he no, rap take- sheet's beating the drum, so I think they'll have to settle for the secondary market. I don't think they'll go through the draft with Lyra Fitzgerald there in his last season. I think they'll get a veteran QB, and those are the best ones in on the market. I mean, I had one of mine extra ones was Teddy Bridgewater of the
3: Cardinals, and just mm-hmm. hearing Steve Keim and hearing ownership on down, they are talking about attacking the quarterback market in the draft in free agency, they have no quarterbacks. You're gonna have to sign probably two quarterbacks and draft one, or do that in reverse order. So I won't take you up because I think that if you're looking at, at a legit starter, a challenger, it has to come from Minnesota.
2: Who else is even in the mix? I guess a but Josh, Josh, McCown, Josh McCown type. But I mean, that's not AJ, that's I could see Josh which McCown,
5: which would make sense. It. That's AJ, not a
4: fan excitement guy. AJ McCarron, yeah. Right. Anyway, Drew
5: Brees, Wes. <laughs> I could really see Josh McCown, but I think the math tells me that I. I can't take this because I. Mm. The chances. I got no action on this. No, no action. It's you know what? It's a good one, but it's too. It's it makes too
4: much sense. Mm. Process of elimination. I got to pivot to coming up with something else here. Bad planning. Do you want to take a? Well, we got. I've already gone, so we're going back to Mark. I got time. I'm. I'm good. All right. Okay, Mark. All right. Now I know
3: we don't want long window ones, but this has to happen if it's going to happen in the next month it's got to happen probably in the middle of free agency or well before the draft Joe Thomas retires
2: wow I'll take you on it before
3: what? this well it's flipping the coin but I, I think well we need to it, put an end date on it I mean no I think it's gonna happen but like I would say b- before the draft
2: distinctly okay. before
3: the draft is that fair because he yeah that's fine. He's, he told them he's gonna have to let him know who they have to pick I
4: know stuff. before the draft so that yeah. that's yeah. it
2: okay. I know Mark has sparrows that he talks to he's he's friendly with several of the uh beat reporters so, Oh, you, he's
4: got sources inside that build All
2: the time you'll hear Mark say, oh, this is happening, or I heard this. So you're this is not being pulled out of thin air. No, the sources has, or say the opposite, actually, on no. this one. I'm saying there's somebody that's in your ear that said this could happen. You're not just – because obviously why – if the sources are <laughs> – I don't, now, you can't you can't I don't actually it. think it that – I, 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 I'd like for you to think that. You have a Mary Kay Cabot <laughs> or someone from the actual – Grounds.com telling you. The, your face that gave it away, Mark. You <laughs> no, no. tried, you tried <laughs> I, to
3: keep it. I, honestly, the reason I went with this direction, because I think if I said he will return, I don't get any action on that because Rap Sheet said at the Combine, he's coming back. You're right. I'm taking you up right. on it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you're getting action. Yeah, I want I'm want. taking
2: that action. <laughs> and you're right. I don't think anybody would take you if you said that he's coming back. That'd be boring. Yeah. I will lose. But it's not. But it's there's not, a sparrow. There's a sparrow. I, like, I,
3: I will be honest. In this case, there is an. an there is no sparrow on this one. I it's like the way you play feeling. this game. I actually you don't I, even care whether you win. You just want action. I just. <laughs> I, I. I think for him, what I want to think about is why would he come back? The yeah. money. The money is one thing. But unless you're going to come back for three or four seasons,
2: I'm looking in your eyes right now. I don't. I don't nope, have a sparrow. Somebody said something to you. I mean, I'm telling you the Can truth. Can I look at you your will... DMs on your on your uh, tweet deck? Sure. <laughs> I have
4: nothing on this one. I'm just saying, why would,
3: why would he come back for one season outside of the Mary money? Did Mary
4: Kay Cabot tell you that Joe Thomas is I'm retiring. not in How, How about we get to look at your Facebook Messenger uh, back and forth? <sighs> I mean, talk about I, it. I I, I He's use, very using active on Facebook. On Facebook. I'm I, actually using Facebook probably I I would, I would like. I feel like we might find out. It, this is like when they're investigating... Trump or any, you know, any yeah, sort so, of legal. Yeah, thing. Of, here's <laughs> the real parallel. They never, they never really find what they what they are initially looking for, but then you find some other things. Did you have unless
2: they, you're Tom Brady and you smash your phone? Did you have a boozy conversation with Mike Silver at the combine? Who no. heard from Hugh Jackson, his boy, he
3: that not, Joe Thomas he, is having major doubts? He would not tell me. He would not tell me a word, yes or no, Mike Silver. Nate Ulrich, no, <laughs> has he told you anything? No. Tony Tony Grossi. Grossi. No, not at all. I like the fact that you believe this is information. Daryl Reuter. Nope. (laughs) None of those Did Daryl Reuter tell you anything? Not at all.
2: (laughs) Uh,
5: All right. I'm taking it, are you? Yeah, we're all taking it. We're all taking it. All right.
2: You got a lot of sandwiches on the line. Good job, Mark.
5: Kyle Fuller signs a contract with a team not named the Chicago Bears. That doesn't mean he can't also sign a contract with the Bears, but he will sign with another team.
2: He said like an offer sheet? That the Bears yeah, he signs an catch. offer sheep. I agree with you, right?
5: Isn't he? I think this one is. What am I missing here? Well, I... not all transition
4: tag guys sign with another team. I think this is a case where it's pretty close to 50-50 just because that, oh. that number for him is so high and he has an interesting really up-and-down career. So it's, it's possible he won't. I don't think it's crazy. I'm not going to take you up on that, two. Ultimately, I do think some team will go for him. I would guess that the numbers say way more than
5: half do not sign of transition tag players do not sign with another team. I mean, it's not used that often.
4: Alex Mack signed a sheet, I believe, with the Jaguars. Is so, that you know how that went down? Yeah. Uh, Olivier Vernon had one, and then they took it off of him before he even signed with the, the Giants. So, refresh my memory, they get to shop themselves. It's like a restrictive free agent, company. right? Yeah. He's basically a free agent and uh except the bears get nothing in return so he's going to go out there and he's going to try to get a great deal elsewhere and the bears are are hoping he doesn't i think that he will get an offer because i think he's at a a
3: position of need and he's 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 the right age and all that stuff coming off a great year so i think he will get an
4: offer i do too you say he will as well all right
5: Uh, nothing no nobody reeled nobody in on that that's two
4: two no reels we need a better word for that. Small fish. <laughs> no reels. No reels. <laughs> All right. This one, Greg, this is right out of your playbook.
2: You ready? Yes. Amongst non-quarterbacks. <laughs> so you take out Kirk. You take out Drew. And let me just cover myself here. Um, take out Indomitian Sue if he hits the market. <laughs> okay. Andrew Norwell gets the most guaranteed money in free agency. Guard a lot of percolating buzz that he's going to the Giants, and it's almost a done deal already. I looked at your boy, Mark, Kevin Zeitler, mm. last year. Got a, sh- a crap ton of money, yeah. uh, uh, guaranteed money. And you look at everyone else in the, in the top 10 for your guys' 101. I think uh, I think Norwell, again, offensive line, which is a major premium position in free agency because everybody stinks. He's going to get paid a lot of dough by his boy Dave Gettleman.
5: So
4: take out Sue and Cousins and Breeze?
2: Yeah. And you get the field.
4: Hmm. I'll take the field just as a matter of principle. I think this is a good a good uh Come on, Andrew. A good a good wager or prop by by Dan cuz I think Norwell would cer- I thought you would like this. Certainly one. has a chance. would. Yeah, he, he has a solid chance. I unfortunately have a very similar movement, one coming next.
3: I will I will take you up in the spirit of the game. I I think you're
4: Again, though, it's logical. Nice one. Logical. Hmm. You know who I would keep an eye on if I were you? Well, well, I'll get to it. But Sheldon Richardson's one guy I think keep an eye on hmm. for cert. I think he's got to do it. Pre- Although he probably isn't getting <laughs> I want to take
5: you up on it, too. And I feel like Sammy Watkins could be a wild card. Yep, I looked at
4: him. Solder, you never know. Allen Robinson. You never know. Yeah, you know. Norwell's I- kind of the safest bet of all of I these agree. guys. He's kind of... To me, he's the favorite, but that doesn't mean he's it, he's likely to actually be the guy. If that makes I agree Less with than fit. I
5: agree with Greg, but out of principle, I'm going to take the field. All Ooh. right,
4: like, it. It's, like a, it.
5: it's a
2: very well played. Thank you, and it might cost me everything, but because
5: no, right, you
4: might have, you might have lured us into a trap there. That was well done. <laughs> all right, Greg. Well, I had a similar one, but I'm sticking with it because it's a little different. Tremaine Johnson will get the most guaranteed money of any defensive player. And you can throw in Sue or anyone else that happens to get cut in the meantime, too. Tremaine Johnson of the Rams. Um, uh, the most of any defensive player? Of any defensive player, Tremaine Johnson gets it. He's going to get into the 49ers' pockets. I think he's so, that, is he's, that the buzz? I'm, so well I'm not even really basing this on anything hat. other than... Are the 49ers signing literally everyone in free agency?
3: <laughs> They got the money.
2: All right, so defense. So Richardson, Kyle Fuller, Malcolm Butler.
4: Sue. Shad Breeland. Sue, potentially. Your boy, Wilkerson. Honey Badger, potentially. Ooh, Honey Badger. Uh, Honey Badger. (laughs) I'll take you I'll throw in all the cut guys, too.
1: Mm.
2: I'm going to bank on Honey Badger getting cut and signing a big contract with a team that wants that type of guy in their clubhouse and are willing to pay for it.
5: Similar to... Dan's, I believe he is the favorite, but I'll still take the field. All right. I will, like too. It. Let's
2: do it. Saucy. Good round. Uh-oh.
4: Uh-oh. It's back. Keep Breaking this, they, news. Of this: The Oakland Raiders defensive tackle Justin Ellis has agreed to a three-year deal worth $15 million, taking him off the top 101. Big news. It's shaking up the NFL world. Everyone, crazy. Oh, no. Bigger news.
5: ESPN's Adam Schefter reports Mike Evans has agreed to a $582.5 oh, million donation, <laughs> in, in including $55 million in guarantees.
4: Greg, you got blown out. Oh, I'm <laughs> sticking with it.
5: Scrap Sheet reports $17 million a year in the Mike Evans deal, mm-hmm. right under Antonio Brown as the highest paid NFL receiver. Wow. I think Greg's news news might have been a little bit bigger.
4: I don't even remember Greg's news. I
5: don't either. It
4: has has a big impact in my house because now it's time to get that Raiders Ellis jersey that I've been thinking about for years Mm. for my daughter. It's happening. Mike Evans gets paid a ton of dough.
2: Makes all the sense in the world. Pair your young quarterback with a young stud wide receiver. Didn't have a great year last year, but was unstoppable the year before.
5: Already getting paid more than Norwell. You're done. (laughs) <laughs> Does that count? That count. Uh, I am
3: all out on the Bucks. All out. Uh, they they did me wrong.
5: I'm surprised I Cutter
4: came back. They did Look us wrong way. last year. Come on. I don't want to. Dirk Cutter's still employed the man. I know, it's it's I ever, real? Every few days, I suddenly think about that. Like, wait, Cutter and Mike Smith are still their coaches. Oh, like, Mike
5: Smith's still there too.
4: <laughs> like, probably,
2: that guy was pulling his hair out by week four of the preseason. Uh, Dirk Cutter. And Jameis Winston were like feuding at the end of the season through the newspapers. It's a good point. So, and they went like 3 13. Let's bring them back. They brought Fitzy back. I wonder. Yeah,
4: they beat. I'm the, done with this team. They That's, beat the I'm Saints in that week 17 game. I think that saved them.
2: All right. Here we go. Last time around. Last, last time around, Mark. Go ahead. All Wes, right. Wes, a lot of pressure on you, by the way, coming up here. You never want to go a whole game without anybody getting into you. No, he did the first
4: time around. Oh, I, I thought you did. I thought the first two. Came I, up empty. I sort of misspoke. That there were oh. two different ones in general. Yours oh. and I got. I got a, wall a walla walla. Yeah, on yeah. My you last Hang some got onion?
3: Yeah, yeah, I got a walla Now's walla. Now's the time.
2: Let's hang some onion. All
3: right, we will come out of free agency with a scenario. I'll take this. That takes takes on a nickname <laughs> bigger than the helmet. Cat. No, I'll. I'll no, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> all right. Um, I'll take it. How about this one? Free agency fallout. I really feel like this is going to happen. There will be a high profile firing at the sort of tail-end fallout of free agency because one team that goes in with big plans totally open face botches what they were trying to do, and it creates a PR disaster, and there is a <laughs> big-name firing. Even before the draft, that didn't even get big a Big-name oh, firing. Yeah.
2: Well, obviously
5: I, how do we define the parameters I, on big-name firing? Yeah, does and, it have to be a general manager? So I think it would need bo- to be someone that would talk at the combine. Like someone general that general manager. Yeah, not
3: like, not like, oh, the fifth guy in the... I'm... Or, I'm Going simplify
2: it a coach or a GM. I think
3: coach or GM, or, or like let's say a, a person like someone whatever. like a like a a football czar. Yeah, someone in the someone world. In a, decision, a,
4: a true decision maker. We we can all like we, Tannenbaum would count, for instance. Yeah, like Not right, technically, some a GM, sort of other someone dude. like that. We, right. we can. And the in the end date is the draft again. Yes, and I I I'm glad I pretook this. I actually would like pretook. <laughs> I am gonna pre. Like the ACT. I'm gonna pre-take Mark's third prop. Just moving forward. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Just indefinitely. I now, will also take this one. Post
5: take.
2: Per- personnel groups and I think sometimes even GMs get cleared out right after the draft.
4: We're talking before the draft. Doug Whaley, for instance, did last year. Scott McLuhan. So let I, I let will, me
3: ask you a question. should like, be let's, before. Let's, okay. I mean, I, I think it's before. If it's after, it's probably uh, – that could happen for other reasons that would, right. be, would be messier. I, I really think it will be in response to – like in-house fighting that leaks out to the press okay. based on a free agency disaster.
2: So the the deadline is, I believe, April twenty-sixth.
3: Sure, when the, by the first pick of the draft.
2: Okay,
5: I'm in. You got you got three wagers there. All right, Wes, last one. The Arthur Jones Memorial, <laughs> one team versus the field.
2: Yep, I got one too. So, go ahead. but
5: this one is going another level deeper. Whoa. Both A.J. McCarron and Terrell Pryor sign with the Cleveland Browns. You guys get the other 31 teams. A.J. McCarron and who? Pryor? Oh! Wes and I had the same exact That's bet. Funny. I also
2: had that my last one was going to be tr- uh, Terrell Pryor uh, prior to the Browns.
5: Uh, but I can't take it because I, I believe it will happen, and I had it as, as one myself. Yeah, because this I, goes
4: against Greg, though, because you get all, all thirty one teams. Yeah, I'll probably I'll take it. And two things I, have to happen. I think I think it's a clever one because I do think there's a really good chance you'd get it right though, just because I think McCarran's. I happening. just think they these are two players that the Browns love more than the rest of the league, and this, we know it. This trap, this lure was thrown out specifically to get Greg Rosenthal. You well, got him. Yeah. I do. Well, in, in I theory, set this I trap just, for for Greg. In theory, I could just say no then just to It goes against everything think. you believe in. Give Greg the field, he'll take it. Not everything. Not only
3: the field I but believe, double
5: permutation I believe in. A double prompt. We've got an unwieldy prompt. mechanism here.
4: <laughs> I believe in children. <laughs> Is I this believe, a Whitney Houston song? I believe in professional tennis. You are speaking out loud, but I'll I'll talk. I'll take that.
5: All right,
2: just to make it more interesting. I'll take it too, because even though I threw Pryor out there, it's, that's another one of those things where, oh, it makes so much sense for Troy Pryor to go back to the Browns, but does it really? What if another team likes him a lot and offers him more money? I think, yeah, I'm. I feel like McCarron. McCarron feels more predestined at this point, but yeah. that even that, who knows? So I will take you, but okay. it makes sense. It's a good one, and you took mine, so I just, I'm going to go. I'm just going to fly by the seat of my pants and say, um, even though a lot of people say it won't happen for a while, because teams are going to want to see um, uh, how he's recovering and blah blah blah. Richard Sherman signs uh,
4: within a lot of Sherman
2: within three weeks of the start of free agency.
3: That's the onion hanger. Okay, um, three weeks of the start of free agency. I think he
2: will. Okay, it's widely thought that he will not. That teams are going to wait this thing out. Going against the football cognoscenti.
4: I think he will. I'm looking for a coin to flip. Yeah, this one feels up in the air because I could see he's a good enough player that a team's just going to take the chance and get it done like a team like the 49ers how you mentioned. Mm. Just for sporting purposes I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it sure. Okay. I think it's 50-50. Great, close it up. <laughs> Mine was going to be Marshawn Lynch gets cut. After all this talk by the Raiders. Mm. Bye-bye.
2: I love it. I mean,
4: what it happen what's the time frame here? Just open-ended? Uh, it's a good question. Yeah. I'll even say by the end of March.
3: Yeah, I think I'll any of these need to be before the draft, right? Um, I, I'll take you, but I I think that you got, you're got you on to something there.
5: After all this, ooh, this is our guy. No,
4: it's exactly.
5: Oh, yeah, wait. It's John Gruden. Bye. I will not take you. He's Gruden's already out having dinner with Doug Martin. There's. No, I'm not taking that one.
2: Okay, there you go. So Nick Fortier does a, a great job every year. Uh, organizing this, he also has that great drops board. Uh, if you want to check out uh, some golden around the NFL podcast drops, uh, his sound his soundboard. Uh, so check that out at gogetmylunch.org We will be back. On Monday, uh, for the beginning of the legally ta- legal tamping, tampering period, uh, and then we will have shows Wednesday, uh, which will be the start of free agency. We'll show will go up a little bit later because we want to have some of this info in hand. And then we'll have a Friday show that will be kind of clearing uh, up the first week, the debris uh, of the tsunami. Now it's kind of like a signing tsunami. Is that fair to say as well?
4: There will be some cut, cut tsunami? And then the next week after that. Oh, yeah. We're going to be heading to Orlando. Too.
2: Oh, yeah. Beautiful Orlando, where for the first time ever, the Around the NFL podcast as a foursome will be recording live from the owners' meetings. Uh, so we're very excited about that. We're going to do two shows from Orlando in the last week of March. So things are happening. Shadowy League figures were excised from the building. And a direct result of that means the show has some support. And that's nice. Well, did I say too much? No, no, not at all. Greg and I have been
3: to this uh, double, gigantic castle only- hotel in Orlando. This is
5: you're going to like well, the, this the digs. Famously <laughs> went jogging together. <laughs> this, we this is
4: the one owner's meeting where I've been to, and yes, famously we went jogging and saw Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper, Cooper. very on nice. The, to very nice to
3: us.
2: Uh, okay, so a lot of fun stuff coming up uh, as the NFL uh, calendar gets into a real saucy portion. But let's get out of here. Have a good weekend, everybody. This is Dan Hansis signing off for The Quiet Storm, The Mailman, The Old Boss, and Miss Moneybags. Lindsay Fulton behind the guys. Give me some of that money, Lindsay. Give me it. Give me it. Till Monday.